0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another week of Jets content. And, you know, a lot of stuff going on, uh, you know, around the NFL and around the New York Jets, for sure. Um, Things are starting to pick up as free agency, uh, you know, begins next week with the legal tampering period for free agency, um, you know, happening on Monday um, at 4 p.m., And then free agency officially opens and new league league year starts um, on Wednesday at 4 p.m. So that should be a very, very hectic and interesting week for not only the Jets, but everyone else around the league and everyone who is just a fan of the NFL in general. So, you know, a couple of rumors and a couple of, you know, rumblings to discuss here, of course, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos over this past week, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, You know, it doesn't. Totally sends shockwaves directly to the Jets, but I think it opens up possibilities here as we move into, you know, some trade rumors and trade talks heading deeper into the offseason. So, a few guys to keep in mind um, as we move throughout these weeks and throughout these days, um, you know, heading, as I said, deeper into the offseason and deeper towards free agency beasts. The Jets, of course, are going to improve this team any way they can. And I think Douglas is really willing to part with, you know, valuable draft capital to really, you know, get instant improvement and instant um You know, I think talent just either on the offensive line or at wide receiver or, you know, anywhere uh, across this team. So, you know, of course, the Jets, their first really uh, move of the offseason here um, is re-signing Connor McDermott. Um... You know, not exactly what everyone had in mind is that blockbuster move here, but uh, we start off slow. We start off slow with signing Connor McDermott to a one-year deal per Ian Rappaport. Um, you know, of course, a versatile veteran offensive lineman who provides depth um, at either tackle spot, so that is, you know, I guess a good re-signing there. Douglas seems to like McDermott a lot. Um, a one-year deal doesn't hurt, of course. You probably got, you know, not too much, um, of course, to hurt that cap, so um, glad to have him back. Um... Of course, we're going to hear, you know, hopefully a Braxton Berrios resigning here in the coming days. Hopefully, um, have a feeling he's going to hit free agency and possibly resign or sign, I mean, with another team. Uh, I'm not sure if the Jets are willing to put up, you know, eight, nine, ten million for a guy that they've used a wide receiver for as a depth piece, as a guy, you know, a gadget guy on offense. Even even though, you know, this offense does, um, you know, thrive with guys like Braxton Berrios, you know, think about a guy like Brennan Ayuk, even though they're not really the same build. Um, you know, I think Braxton Berrios provides that versatility in the slot and he could play in the backfield, of course, you know, on sweeps and such. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Jets do fill that role. Um, you know, if they don't end up re-signing Braxton Berrios, and, you know, a guy in the draft, of course, is, um, John Dotson, I believe out of Penn State. He's a guy who I could see filling that role, that Braxton Berrios role later in the draft. We're going to have to wait and see there, of course. Um, you know, once free agency rolls around and we start to get these signings and I think we get, you know, a feel of what the Jets plan to do throughout the offseason and what they plan to attack in the draft, um, you know, wide receiver can totally be, you know, kind of avoided in the draft if they were to sign or trade for Amari Cooper or sign Allen Robinson, they could still draft a receiver, but not as high as you know, pick number ten, as uh, been rumored, um, you know, in the previous days, um, you know, of course, bringing up Amari Cooper, um. Of course, with, you know, Calvin Ridley and um, all that's going on with him, he's not going to be a tradable um, asset for the Falcons this year. You know, I think the Jets could really look at Amari Cooper and say, you know, he's only, I think, 27 years old, um, had, you know, some productive seasons, you know, of course, on, uh, you know, in Dallas and on the Raiders, um, you know, during his rookie year and sophomore year and things of that nature. But I think Amari Cooper would really help the Jets, you know, in general. I think a bigger body, a guy guy that the Jets are looking for, um, you know, Someone who's bigger, taller, um, stronger, can get down the field, can make those contested catches, can run routes, of course, is a big one. <laughs> um, so, you know, maybe look out for a guy like him. I think the Jets do want to trade for an established talent wide receiver. I'm not sure if they want to, you know, handle that duty in the draft. And if they do, you know, all the power to them. I think, you know, there are a bunch of guys, Drake London, of course, Garrett Wilson um, are just a few guys who, you know, may catch the Jets' eye. I know Traylon Burks is rumored. Um, that Joe Douglas, you know, I believe, I'm not sure the term actually, it's not coming into my mind, but, you know, I think, you know, Burks has Joe Douglas's eye right now. I'm not sure if that's, you know, true or anything. Of course, these rumors come out every year, you know, of players, um, who knows who, you know, Douglas is eyeing at this time on, you know, March 9th, uh, you know, there's still a month and a half to the draft. So you don't really know exactly what, um, GMs are thinking. Of course, we don't even know. It's not really a consensus number one overall pick yet, which is, you know, quite interesting and always fun come draft day. But, um, moral of the story is, of course, you know, we don't know until, you know, free agency rolls around, of course, and the Jets make their, you know, re-signees and all that good stuff. So, um, we'll just have to wait and find out, um, you know, of course, some other guys on the Seahawks, you know, from that Russell Wilson trade, you know, it's been rumored that the Seahawks are, you know, willing to, um you know, I guess, open up their team to potential suitors that may want to trade for, you know, younger guys, younger talent that, um, you know, may not want to be wasted on, you know, a Seahawks team that is looking like they may potentially rebuild here with Pete Carroll um, and Jamal Adams. Um you know, a guy like DK Metcalf, a wide receiver, a guy like Tyler Lockett, a wide receiver. Those two guys, if they are available, I expect Joe Douglas, of course, to make that phone call on either of those guys to see if he can, um, you know, get them over here in New York. I think it would be a great, great addition to the roster. Either of those guys, I think Tyler Lockett, of course, brings his versatility and his shiftiness as a wide receiver, of course. Can play either spot, slot, and out wide, I believe. Um, and, you know, he did, you know, develop that rapport with Russell Wilson, of course, Zach Wilson is no Russell Wilson quite yet, um, but we're gonna have to see. You know, if Zach can develop some of this chem- chemistry that he kept going with Corey Davis last season, Elijah Moore, and you know a new guy that the Jets could potentially bring in here to um, fill that number one wide receiver role. And I'm pretty sure, you know, according to Connor Hughes of the Athletic and what he's repeated over and over this offseason thus far, the Jets certainly want to do so. So we'll see how that all pans out moving forward. But as of right now, you know, DJ Moore, I also posted on my Instagram, at Your Jets Game Plan, Um, you know, just a little tidbit on, you know, Rich Semini's article saying, and I quote, Sources say Douglas appears more willing than ever to make a bold trade, perhaps, because he's under more pressure to win. He certainly has dropped plenty hence since the end of the season, mentioning the team's deep draft portfolio, of course, you know, nine picks, including five, in the first three rounds, and financial flexibility. So, you know, of course, Rich Semini of ESPN reporting that on ESPN.com, it's really going to be interesting how Douglas handles his assets and handles his money throughout the offseason. Um, you know, I would not be surprised to see the Jets trade a premium asset for a receiver, as i mentioned before. I think it would be very beneficial to this team to get instant talent and instant gratification from a player that can instantly make Zach Wilson develop, you know, quicker as a better player. Um, you really can't, you know, fail this one around. You know, Darnold, of course, Sam Darnold didn't get the support system under Mike McCagan, and of course, Joe Douglas didn't. Just didn't have enough time to provide Sam with, I think, enough weapons to really save him from, you know, not only Adam Gase, but his depleted talent and his depleted roster over the seasons that Mike McCagna nearly uh, neglected the majority of this roster. So um, it will be interesting to see how Douglas this time around develops his quarterback, Um, of course, is a very, very crucial offseason for Joe Douglas, of course, and Zach Wilson. Um, Hopefully they can really, um, you know, they're tied to the hip forever. Uh, That's the goal, but... um, Again, we'll just have to wait and see there. Um, I also want to bring this one up. You know, the free agent tight end class um, took some hits over the past couple of days. You know, with David Njoku, um, Mike Iseki. Of course, the Jets might have not been too interested in him. Uh, more, more of a receiving um, tight end there. And um, Dalton Schultz, of course, the big name there. Tight end, all franchise-tagged by their respective teams. So... You know, it's certainly a hit to this free agent market and it's certainly a hit to the Jets' plans, as much as, you know, someone may not want to admit. Uh, You know, the Jets certainly would have hoped, you know, some of these guys um, could hit free agency and potentially give them options there at tight end. Of course, you know, drafting the tight end is always on the table and certainly on the table now. You know, of course, Trey McBride, Drake Ferguson, Jeremy Ruckert, all out there and all there for the taking, likely in the later rounds. um, The Jets will certainly be looking their way. you know, even if they, I think, acquire tight end for agency. So that will certainly be interesting to see how that plays out. Of course, Connor Rogers, um, on Twitter, quote, no surprise for Asian tight end class was decimated by franchise tag. It was a low number this year. Um, the Jets should look at someone like Max Williams, uh, on the veteran market, um, you know, then capitalize on a strong draft class. I think that is the way to go. And I think the Jets are going to, you know, um, take advantage of their draft capital, take advantage of their financial capital and really splurge at the tight end spot. Because this offense, what it needs is a thriving tight end, needs blocking tight ends, um, tight ends that can block on the line of scrimmage and, you know, carry these bigger defensive linemen, you know, out of the play. So these running lanes are opened. And um, I think it's be important for the Jets to, you know, establish a really strong tight end group. And, um, you know, moving forward, you know, not have to worry about the position next offseason. Of course, that's always the goal for every position. But tight end, especially in this offense, look at San Francisco. Of course, George Kittle, uh, a monster there. Um, They also have, you know, a few other tight ends who are serviceable. The Jets really not having any serviceable tight ends last year other than really Tyler Croft, who um, got hit with the injury bug throughout last season. So that is really it there. I just wanted to touch on a, you know, plethora of topics that the Jets, um, that the Jets are involved in and the Jets will be, you know, conversated about uh, on and on throughout the offseason and just get ready um, because next week starts a very, very crucial week for the Jets, a very, very crucial week for this franchise, and I really can't wait. So really appreciate everyone sticking around with this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. Make sure you follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and make sure you read some of my articles on McJet Press. I do post there, you know, monthly, not as much as I want to, but I'll try to get more content out there for you guys. I just recently posted an article on Folo Renzo fatokasi and what it would take the Jets to resign him and if it's really worth it. So again, really appreciate everyone sticking around, and I will see you next week for a very hectic one. See ya.